You're listening to Talk Talk, 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 where we are talking about the theory of knowledge. Now, after a few months of idleness, I think it's about time again uh, to add another short episode. Well, um, what am I going to talk about today? Well, today I'd like to talk about the purpose of life. Now, I know that this does not sound like one of those uh, classical theory of knowledge topics, but then again, who cares? Why not do something different for a change? Why this topic? A few weeks before the end of the school year, a student came up to me and asked me, seriously, what is the purpose of life? We had a short conversation on the issue and I decided to pick this topic up during the the last TOK lesson of the school year. And I passed on this question to the rest of the class. Some of the students looked back at me with surprised big eyes. In my view, one of the purposes of TOK is to make students ask questions that they normally would not ask. And the response that I got, many of my students really never asked themselves this question before. In that sense, I reached my objective. A lively discussion started. And it slowly started to crystallize out that there were two different approaches to the question. I like to call this the absolutist and the relativist approach. You see, um, I do feel inclined to throw in some TOK terminology here and there. One group of students, the so-called absolutists, they maintain that there must be some kind of an external purpose of life. The purpose of life, in their view, does not depend on the individual. The purpose of life is absolute. It is ultimate. I can imagine that the purpose of life which is defined over religion or spirituality, goes into this direction. The relativists, on the other hand, claimed that each individual has to define his or her own purpose of existence. There is no universally acceptable purpose which applies to all people, in their view. One of the students had a particularly interesting view. She stated that it would be pretty sad if life had no absolute external meaning. It would be pretty sad if the only meaning of life were the meaning that the individual defines as being the meaning of life. It's like saying, life's inherently pointless. So let's start and look for a point to give it at least some kind of meaning. Now this can't be it, according to her view. And I do understand her point. Somewhat to my surprise, none of the students, yes, that's 0%, none of the students stated that the purpose of life is to earn a lot of money, to be rich. First it surprised me in a positive sense, but then I had to think about it again, because the most common response that I got with a soft voice and with a questioning look was, maybe the purpose of life is to enjoy life, maybe? As if they were asking me if the answer is correct. Well, are you enjoying life? I asked them back, and there was a silence. Maybe we teachers kept the students studying so hard during the last couple of years that this prevented them from asking questions like this. After a lengthy conversation, I wanted to conclude the lesson with a question. Maybe the purpose of life is to look for the purpose of life. 
but somehow they didn't like this and I received some protest. And maybe they were not so wrong after all. According to psychiatrist Viktor Frankl, you have to stop looking for a meaning in life in order to find one. He addressed this issue and he came up to a quite concrete conclusion. According to Viktor Frankl, the purpose of life can be found in three different ways. First of all, by creating a work or doing a deed. Some people make paintings, others write poetry, and still others write a blog called Talk Talk. You can also find a meaning of life by helping others. The second thing that he suggested was is by experiencing something or encountering someone. Now this should be pretty self-explanatory. People can, people can find a purpose in life by interacting with other people. And the last one is particularly interesting. A purpose of life can be found by the attitude we take towards unavoidable suffering. According to Frankl, it is possible to find meaning by changing your own attitude. We may not be able to change the situation, but we are able to change ourselves. Now, how should I conclude? I want to conclude by recommending a few online videos about Viktor Frankl, and I've included some links in the blog. Alternatively, you can also, of course, search for videos on YouTube by searching for the term Viktor Frankl. You can listen to more episodes at www.toktalk.net. That's www.toktalk.net. My name is Oliver Kim, and I wish you a nice day.